The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The Virginia General Assembly approved the final budget for the American Rescue Plan funds. That's despite the fact that Senate Republicans expressed concerns that their suggestions went mostly unheard. David Suderline, representing Roanoke County, criticized the conference committee's decision to not appropriate all of the $4.3 billion available. I was not in a position where I could vote to give this governor a billion-dollar blank check. I know some people think that's fine. I don't think it's a wise decision. Finance Committee Chair Janet Howell, a Democrat representing Fairfax, argued that having a cash reserve is needed. To buffer us against any uncertainties, including those related to the ongoing pandemic. Governor Ralph Northam has indicated his approval of the completed budget. The bill will now go to his desk for signing. Virginia lawmakers selected eight candidates yesterday to sit on the Virginia Court of Appeals. Members of the Democratic majority tout the diverse makeup of the group, highlighting that the nominees include four women and four African Americans. Today, both the House Courts Committee and Senate Judiciary Committee will meet to certify the nominees. Then they'll be voted on by both chambers. Lawmakers expanded the court from 11 to 17 judges earlier this year after a new law guaranteed Virginians the right to an appeal. Yesterday, Richmond Public Schools kicked off a series of trainings for educators. As Megan Pauley reports, increasing student literacy is the district's number one goal this year. 15,000 Teachers cheered when they heard that 15,000 students picked up at least one book from the district's bookmobile over the past year. To continue their excitement about learning this fall, kids can earn tokens to purchase books from new vending machines in city schools. It's about getting diverse books into kids' hands and making reading fun. Dejaris Woody, a reading coach for RPS, says these two things are connected. Not that we all attach ourselves to things when we can see ourselves in it, when it sort of gives voice and agency to who we are as a person. RPS is also holding multiple trainings for teachers about the science of reading. All teachers are required to attend one training over the next three school years. Megan Pauley, VPM News. VCU and VCU Health is shifting from the COVID-19 vaccine being a recommendation for faculty and staff to it being a requirement. Yesterday's announcement aligns the university and health system with Governor Ralph Northam's directive for state employees to get vaccinated. The pivot is due to the emergence of the Delta variant, which is more contagious and causes severe illness. Mask wearing has also been established as a requirement for indoor settings on campus and health facilities. Virginia Commonwealth University has been looking into potential changes to its fraternity and sorority culture. This comes after a student died after an alleged hazing incident. Yesterday, the university shared its findings. Alan Rodriguez Espinoza has more details. An independent report found hazing practices at VCU are similar to those at other colleges, but said the university is not doing enough to curb it. The report calls on VCU to create a campus-wide anti-hazing policy and appoint a hazing prevention coordinator. It also found that students' biggest concern is the prevalence of binge drinking on campus. 
A second review held internally also raised alarms about alcohol consumption. This report recommends VCU prohibit alcohol at all Greek life events, something the university has already put in place for the coming school year. VCU also recently announced fraternities and sororities will not be allowed to bring in new members in the fall. The university's president says more changes will come by December. Alan Rodriguez Espinosa, VPM News. After a month-long break, the Chesterfield School Board will meet tonight to make plans for the upcoming school year, which begins in less than two weeks. On the agenda is the question, should masks be required for staff and students? Governor Northam says all school divisions should follow CDC guidelines, which recommends wearing a mask indoors in public, regardless of vaccination status. People who want to speak in person during the evening meeting must contact the clerk's office by 2 today. The online comment form will also close at that time. Tonight's meeting starts at 6.30 and will be streamed on the district's website at mychesterfieldschools.com. The Richmond Police Department's plans to install license plate reading cameras where predominantly black and brown residents live and socialize is brewing concerns. Richmond police say the use of cameras will cut down on criminal activity, but according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, critics argue entire neighborhoods are being criminalized to find a few agitators and that the methods are invasive. While the police department says the locations of the license plate readers are still being finalized, neighborhoods under consideration include Shaco Bottom, Southwood, and Richmond Redevelopment and Housing Authority properties. The Chesapeake Bay Program's Scientific and Technical Advisory Committee, or STAC, reports that freshwater mussels provide many ecological benefits, but their status is threatened. Patrick Larson visited a local mussel hatchery and has this report. Crawling around, um, if you if you want to take a look, there's... Biologists at Harrison Lake Fish Hatchery in Charles City have been breeding mussels to support and restore wild populations for about 15 years now. It's a complicated life cycle to replicate. Many species spend their larval stage in the gills of a host fish, for one thing. Rachel Mayer, National Fish and Wildlife Service biologist, says they've gotten pretty good at it. We have mussels in a carport, a pole shed, I mean, anywhere we can grow mussels. We're growing them because the, the need is there. Current data suggests mussels provide water quality benefits comparable to oysters, a well-known bay regulator. The hatchery says it's doing about all it can with the staff it has, but it's not enough. The stack report says with more funding, biologists could bolster more populations and have time to publish research on the little-studied mollusk. Patrick Larson, VPM News. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Monday, August 9th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. Okay, good. <laughs> 